Welcome to another episode of Teachers in the Dungeon. Join hosts Tom and Dan as they break down the campaigns they create and play, sharing memorable successes and unforgettable failures of players and the DM, as well as discussing a variety of D&D-related topics. So, grab your dice and grab some fun. It's time for Teachers in the Dungeon. Yo, ho, ho, it's time to go. Welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom with Dan, and we are the Teachers in the Dungeon. We're so happy you've joined us today, and thank you for your support. Be sure to let us know what you think about today's show. Our contact information and social media are in the show notes. Okay, let's delve into the dungeon. So we've actually stepped out of the dungeon uh, today to be live in person at our local game store, Zeke's Comics and Games. And so today, Dan and I are sitting down with Zeke from uh, from Zeke's Comics and Games. And uh, so welcome, Zeke. Or I guess really, we're in your home. So uh, glad to be here joining you today. Thank you for uh having me and thank you for coming here uh yes welcome to my lair and welcome to my humbled abode so today is a special day now we all know that gen con is happening uh this week and uh but i think even more importantly than that is is your local game stores the guys and gals that are out there supporting us as D&D players or just gamers in general. And so wanted to visit uh, you because it is a special game, a special day mm-hmm. for Zeke's Comics and Games. It is your sixth anniversary. Mm-hmm. How, how is that? How does that feel celebrating sixth anniversary in business? Well, it's exciting. And I'm, you know, I'm 32 years young and a lot of folks six years ago we're very nervous for this idea to do this. Uh, we met within the first week. Yeah, you we and did. I met our first week, and that was been a great business relationship we've had since and friendship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. It's I'm very happy to have the opportunity to still do this every single day, and I love doing this. I love the people. Um, but yeah, it's been a six year journey. We've yeah. you know we've we've gone through being in a very tiny little store, and everybody saying, "Why are you open?" to moving within six months to a big store that I did not have enough product for, and then just betting on ourselves and eventually moving into what I would think is almost the culmination of everything I had hoped for six years ago. Yeah, awesome. And you survived the pandemic as well, as many other game stores across the United States have. I take no credit. I give that all to the people. Uh, 100%, everybody here you know, threw in and made sure that we were good. So there are many stories, uh, maybe for another time. So, yeah. Well, yeah. just walking through today, the, the sense of community is, I mean, you walk in and it just, it's there. Yeah. And that's, that's really exciting to see. And that's something you can't get a, online, really not the same way. Yeah. And just seeing people in person is pretty. Absolutely. Pretty and, and that's something that we, you know, we, um, promote on social media and through the show is supporting your local game store because there are a lot of things 
that you and other local game stores do to build a the community but you also have other services that you give us that that we can't get by going online and so what are some of those services that you offer you offer your customers that keep them coming back i honestly think that the biggest service and not to tout anything about myself because many people who know me know i don't like to give me a lot of credit but i think it's the the openness and the honesty from me, good or bad. Uh, <laughs> but that has yeah. kept people here because you know when you come in here that I'm going to shoot straight. If I don't like something, I'm going to tell you. If it's not for you, I'm going to tell you it's not for you. But if I believe in something for product or a decision, you know, for example, you come in, you love Dungeons & Dragons. It's an easy sell, right? Yep. You're, you're almost going to pick up every single book. I don't even have to ask anymore. <laughs> you're almost going to always want the variant cover. True. Um, you know, if I get new models or if I get new dice or I get something else, it's an easy way for me to suggest. And, like, that's the service. It's the, it's the, entire, the entire time of me getting to develop the relationship is what causes it to be a service. It's not a service industry, per se, but that's, like, the specialty. It's, it's me understanding my clientele and making sure that they get what they get. They don't need to spend money on things they don't need to spend on. Mm -hmm. Yes, you will spend more money inherently through a local game store than going on Amazon or Walmart or wherever you go. But the extra you know, 20 minutes a week, you pop in here, you're having a bad day, you wanna be around people and you wanna be happy, that's what we offer you. Right. you know? and, and as you said today, you, know, you look out there, that's a pretty big community and they're playing Warhammer, which is a fantasy game, so like, Still in the vein of D&D, there's dwarves and all sorts of stuff today. Mm -hmm. There's an undead army versus my paladins today. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's a sense of camaraderie that a lot of those folks out there. So I think that's another big part of this is that you build those relationships just by owning a comic book and game store. Right. You know, I try to, I try to make sure that everybody's taken care of. I can attest to not exactly wasting money, but I got on Amazon and just I wanted a new D&D book. Just picked one, mm -hmm. and it's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. But it didn't do what I wanted it to do. It wasn't. I should have. I should have come and sure. said, "Hey, this is what I need. You know, I want a list of monsters, or a, or, a, or a, mm -hmm. you know, what's the best book?" And I right. didn't do that. And we're all guilty of it. Could have sure. could have saved some, myself some time and effort. Yep. Yeah. For that too. Yeah, I mean, we take you, you as the game store owner, you're the expert. You're the expert in whoa, the whoa, field. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, you are, because you a, know what's new, right. you know what's out there. I wish you could have a recording going on when I have a new D&D player, um, because some people in retail might say that I'm shooting myself in the foot a bit, you know, with a sale, because <laughs> I'll talk somebody out of money, but the hope is the long-term relationship building. It's, I mean, I don't think there's any secret. We've mentioned it several times. You pay a little bit more, but you know what? When you pay that little bit more, we're supporting someone like you. <laughs> I, I said it again, and I'll, I'll keep saying it. It's about getting to know you and, and making sure you're getting what you need. Mm -hmm. Because there's no reason for me to sell you something that you have no interest in. It's what's allowed us after six years to still mm -hmm. be growing at an insane rate and also right. developing so many new customers. Even today, you know, there's 10 people today I've seen through that door have never walked through here. Nice. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if you don't have the product. If you treat them well, they'll come back. Well, I think I, I came in the first time because my daughter yep. came in okay. and knew mm -hmm. you and, mm -hmm. yep, and just had established a relationship. And that made me realize, oh, this is, this is a different kind of business. It's a different vibe. Yeah, you know. So, is it, is it difficult oh, for you to balance 
the huge variety of different hobbyists that come in? Is that it's it's a well, there's multiple cultures here. So like you're dealing with a lot of personalities and that is a stressful thing. We we've joked before about it's like cheers. Okay. <laughs> yep. Everybody knows yep. your name, you're the bartender, it's the geek bartender, you know everybody. You know, one thing I really appreciate about your shop that I'm sure other comic and game stores do is you really you really reach out to the to the young community. And when I say that, I'm talking, you know, your emerging readers to you know teens. Yep. And uh, and so talk about a little bit about how you developed that. I was always going to be a teacher when I was getting out of school. Like I wanted to be a history teacher. That's what I wanted to do. I never knew that. And no, I never told you that. <laughs> nope, you never okay, told me so that. So I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. But like having those like inspirational people that like taught me to really get into learning and enjoying that kind of content, it's the same thing with kids now because there is so much technology and so many kids don't have positive influences. And there are so many of them that when they come in to give them a book because they got straight A's, or they A's and B's, not every kid's perfect, right? Not everybody can pass everything, but it's it's creating the mindset of giving them something good to do in a really rough world sometimes. You wanna give them something that they have a special bond to, so like yeah. this is their safe haven, right? you know? Because there's not a lot of places like that, especially yeah. for younger people to hang out at. I mean, there's not. It's just, it's, it's just to me, I look at that and I'm like, this is a well-rounded store. This is a service to the community because those kids see all that going on over there and then, and whether it's a girl or a boy. And you always reach out to our community. You've been a member of my Steam into Star Wars and Star Wars mm -hmm. Reads Day for as long as you've been around, so six years, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, and you've always done a great job of getting into the community and, and helping and making people aware of the importance of reading and the importance of of just getting together and building community. So a big thank you to you and a thanks to all the other local game stores that are out there. You know, I know we're customers, but you've made us family yep. and you've created all of that. And if it weren't for you, you know, we'd have this separate pieces of, you know, of, uh, you know, not really knowing what's out there and what's available. So I know you've got to get back to your customers and, uh, and I, I want, want to, but, <laughs> but I want to say thank you to you for all that you do, but, um, but also yeah. just for being you and having this great store. So thanks a lot. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having on and thanks guys. I'd love to come on and talk some, uh, fun role play stories sometime. Absolutely. So, we will yeah. make sure that happens. So yes. congratulations on six years and we're hoping for many, many more. I will talk to you guys again soon. Calhoun of Cephalopod Studios to um, at, at Zeke's sixth anniversary, and uh, and so Ryan, rather than me trying to introduce you, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Right. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Um, like you said, my name's Ryan. I'm the uh, the creator of Cephalopod Studios. We are a um, a hobby paint manufacturer. We manufacture acrylic hobby paint to uh, to paint your miniatures with, as well as other you know hobby related items. Um, we do more than just paints too. We uh, we have paint brushes, dice, miniatures. Um, I got a line of airbrushes coming out here by December. Oh, wow. So um, we we stream on Twitch uh, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays every week from eight in the morning to usually three in the afternoon. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, we just we like to make paint. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Well, I've used it. I bought several bottles, and mm-hmm. I, I know a little bit, but you could obviously explain it better. What makes Cephalopod Studios paint unique? So our paint is um, it's a water-based acrylic, but it is a transparent um, paint. So it's designed to promote layering and blending. Uh, what sets it apart from some of the other paint lines like Privateer Press's P3 line or Games Workshop Citadel line, those paints are very opaque. They're very, very, very thick. Ours are pre-thinned, right out of the bottle. You don't need to thin them down with water. It's the perfect consistency. And when you paint and use our paints, as you paint and make layers, you'll get a transparency effect to to re- achieve a smooth blend um, where when using opaque paints, you have to use, uh, you thin the paints down, you run the risk of diluting the pigment. Um, you also have to do different techniques like wet blending and stippling, where with cuttlefish colors, just slap it down and go. Nice. Well, I have to admit, I, I mean, I'm a very poor hobby painter, but I never got why you had to, why they'd make paint that you had to dilute before you could use it anyway. It never made sense to me that, because I knew I'd mess it up, and I have. Um, so yeah, I appreciate yours that I can just use right out of the bottle. And Well, for the longest time, there's been a culture of one coat coverage, uh, which is great if you are wanting to get something on the table, just a base color. Uh, what we strive to do is to push people to to do more than that, to actually bring their their miniatures as a form of art, bring it to life with shadows, highlights, um, objects, source lighting. Our paints help you do that much quicker than using an okay. opaque line of paint. Okay. And so then your, your uh, online presence then, your videos are kind of tutorials in yep. that? When we stream on Twitch, um, Mondays, Usually you'll catch me, I'm always using cuttlefish colors, and I'm usually painting either a commission piece that I'm working on or a personal project, but we we work with the community. We're very, very involved with our Twitch art community with charities, raffle events. A lot of times you'll catch me painting pieces on my Twitch channel that I then give to other Twitch streamers who are doing a charity raffle so they can auction it off to, ra- to raise oh, money. Okay. Um, Wednesdays is our hobby how session where I'm not necessarily painting miniatures, but I'm fielding questions. I'm answering questions from the the community. How do I do this? How do I achieve this effect? Why should I paint pink before I paint yellow? Hmm. It's and it gives me a chance to to show everybody in real time demonstration right there on camera how to do things. So how would you describe the community? Is it pretty vibrant and growing? How's the the twitch? The art community on Twitch is phenomenal. It is extremely large. Um, I'm talking hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Uh, I'm hooked up with several other Twitch streamers, and we kind of do round robins where we will multi-stream with each other oh. to share our audience with other Twitch streamers. We're always looking for people who are new to Twitch that are streaming, and we like to um, do what they call on Twitch when you raid into them. When you end your stream and you take all your viewers and go into their stream. Oh. Um, just to kind of help show everybody that we're, we're a very supportive community. Mm-hmm. And that's my philosophy with my business is I want to help people do art. 
I want them to be happy. We use it as a, a stress reliever. It's just a lot of fun for us to do. And I want to spread that with everyone else. I want everybody to understand that painting miniatures is not a chore. It can be fun. So if someone were interested in, uh, in hopping on one of your titch, uh, titch, Twitch uh, uh, recordings or your t- live Twitch shows, <laughs> what, how would they do that? Uh, well, you, you go to twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's twitch.tv and then just search for Cephalopod Studios. Okay. That's C-E-P-H-A-L-O-P-O-D Studios. <laughs> um, you can't miss us. We're the guys that are, our logo is a giant squid with nice. the Bob Ross afro. You can't miss us. <laughs> uh, you can find us there. You can find us on Facebook, same name. Instagram, same name. Um, we cross post everywhere. We we always, you know, usually tell everybody about a, a week in advance what we're doing on what stream. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. And then if someone wants to purchase paints, how would they go about doing that? Uh, you can purchase them here at Zeke's Comics and Games. We do have a retail display here, a retail rack. Um, if you're not local to Zeke's, then you can go to cephalopodstudios.net. That is our web store where you can purchase our paints. Um, what I would tell you is any order over $100 is free shipping in the continental U.S. If you're an international um, you know, buyer or consumer and you know your shipping is insane and crazy, shoot us an email. Uh, my goal is to get the paints into everybody's hands. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to work with you guys on international shipping. Um, and uh, yeah, just go to the website. You can pick our paints up there. And I can attest there. It's a, a really amazing array of colors and the titles are fun too. Awesome. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. I know you've got to get out to the sixth anniversary. you got people waiting for you to paint and to play. So we appreciate you uh, joining us today. No, no problem. Thanks, guys. I Thanks. appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Wraps up today's session, so thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.